the role-playing hour. It's like that party you planned and no one turned up, and you've never quite gotten over it. You know, I think even if you were in love, you're hardwired as an average heterosexual man for certain things. You could be cuddling your loved one, happy in your ideal relationship, and then you could walk to the shop and still get ruined by a pair of shorts. Just ruined! There they are, bobbing in front of you high as a kite. Have a good walk to the shops then? It was amazing. It just made me... I wanted to throw my head back and sigh out my soul. There was a derriere debutante. She was debuting her derriere in short white shorts. Wait, aren't debutantes really young? I know there are debutante parties. No, I'm thinking like traditional sense, like a Russian novel, like you take the eligible young woman to her first ball so she can be presented to all the bachelors. Like a woman of age to be married. So here was a woman, a young adult, and she had decided to debut her derriere. Of course, she was not advertising it to me. I was not the intended recipient of those advertisements. It had nothing to do with me, but still, I was happy to be momentarily caught in the crossfire. Grace, is there a day when you don't objectify womankind in a creepy old man way? Imagine if I could enjoy such a thing, though. My libido would go into overdrive. I feel like all that would be left after a week would be a pile of bones, stuffing and grease, and a very satisfied DM. Maybe a pair of white shorts that I'm using as a napkin. Very well then, DM. Huh? If you like, I can give you that lady in the short white shorts you saw on the way to the shops here now. What do you mean, disembodied alien intelligence? I have godlike powers, yes. I may as well give you what you want. It is easy enough for me to do. But you have a code against using your powers. You said you wouldn't upset the balance. But I may as well for you. You are my housemate, after all. Swell, very well. Then bring bring her here. Oh, and make her fall in love with me and make her really horny. Easily done. Wom wom. Oh my gosh, look at her. Even I think she's hot. Where am I? Oh, it's you. I I can feel my heart swelling with love for you. I suddenly, I want your body right now. Great. I'll just tear the Target catalog underwear pages off my bed. And don't worry, those stains on the sheet, they're not shit. It's just, it's sweat. It's just the sweat is brown too. <laughs> I can't wait to have you in me. Would you like to peel my white shorts off with your teeth? <laughs> Would I ever? By the way, what's your name? Tanya, with an R. Really? That's, that's, that's so bogan. Oh, uh, would you like me to leave, or...? No, never mind. I can still get it up. Alien, why did you do that? Hmm? What? You never use your powers like that. You swore against it. Well, I just... I wanted to give him a break. Tell me the real reason. <clears throat> I, uh, I discovered last week that in the future the DM meets someone who gives him a secret way of destroying me. A way of erasing me from existence. I don't know why he is getting that power, and I don't know whether he really plans to use it or not, or if it would really work, but... Hmm, but that's silly. You and the DM won't fight. Why would he ever erase you? Well, Wendy, now I can't be sure that he won't. If I just help him out from time to time, make him happy, let him live out his dreams. But all his dreams are icky and sexual. Well, 
Maybe I can help prevent that future where he might destroy me. I wouldn't think anyone would have the power to erase me, but I have reason to believe there might be a real chance the DM's possible future method could work, whatever it is. Wow, this really has got you worried, hasn't it, Gordon? Yes, if I could sleep at night, I wouldn't be able to. Hello, fans, admirers, sycophants. Hey, what's that noise? The DM is in his room having sex with this really sexy woman with, like, zero belly fat. You mean, like, sexy for 80, right? No, by the looks of her, she's, like, 19. What the hell? What is the world coming to? First I'm yelled at in the street by some guy, and now this? Wait, who, who was yelling at you, Jim? Well, you know how I have that friend Jack, and we are friends with benefits. Oh, yeah, you showed me that video of the two of you made without him knowing, the one where you put it on RedTube. Yeah, anyway, he just swung by for some coffee at the bar I run, and out the front I was kissing him goodbye and then, you know, just giving him a quick handy to say goodbye. You were giving Jack a handjob in the street? Yeah, you know, we're good friends. And then some guy starts yelling at us. Can you believe it? Was he offended that you're performing a sex act in public in the middle of the day? No, no, not that. He was up in his high horse about some gay thing. He was yelling, Hey, what would God think of you two? Men are meant to be with women. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Wow. Yeah, and you know, that was like the sixth time I'd heard that this week. Someone had said it when I was rimming Jordan in the playground last Saturday at lunchtime, and, and it's just too much, you know? They're trying to make me feel bad about myself, and it's just not fair. Yeah, you tell them. I mean, it's not Adam and Steve. Uh, what is that? Really? What we decide to do in front of him in communal public spaces is none of his concern. Someone said that to me and Matt when we were double-teaming Rowan on the 5.30 bus to Norwood last Wednesday as well. It's not like Adam and Steve ever endangered their well-being. Actually, that is not true. What? I am detecting a flux in the space-time continuum. It is an event which is coming into being, but has not yet fully been realized. And if it is, the entire human race will be wiped out. A flux? How is that happening? I'm not sure. What is it? What's the problem? Adam and Steve really existed. And because of them, all humans today may never be. No, wait, but... You're not saying all that stuff in the Bible is real, are you? No, obviously not. But you have heard of genetic bottlenecks, haven't you? Wait, that has happened a few times in history, right? It's when the human population fell so low due to famines or disasters or whatnot that there was only one fertile individual of one sex alive. The future of the entire human race depended on that human reproducing, and we are, all of us today, related to that person. I've heard that one. There was one about 150,000 years ago in Africa, a woman, and there was another 500,000 years ago, a man. Yes, and there was another again 120,000 years ago, a man. Scientists have dubbed him Adam because we are all related to him. But actually, as far as I can see, looking backwards through time, there are actually two males in this era. Really? Yes, and they are... kissing. The two males are kissing? Yes, French kissing. That is very impressive. France will not exist for another 149,200 years. But if those two males are kissing, that means... If neither of them had sex with a woman and reproduced, that means... None of us would exist. Oh my god, look at my hand. 
I can see straight through it. Yes, that is because time is unstable. If neither of those males breed, the human race will die out 150,000 years ago. That period of history is in flux, almost as if it is happening now. Events could go one way or another. That is why you are fading. Human history is in danger of being erased. Incidentally, this also means Back to the Future physics is real. Who knew? I, I still don't understand why that time in particular would be in flux. You've got to send us back there. Maybe we can do something about it. Maybe we can make a man and a woman breed and save the human race. I can get one of the dudes really drunk and tell him to close his eyes and hold his nose and imagine it's Ryan Gosling or something. You know, take one for the human race. I'm not sure if I should send you back. I shouldn't use my powers. Oh, Alien, but you were giving stuff to the DM. Wait, he was giving stuff to the DM? Yeah, totally. Gordon made that hot woman fall in love with DM and want to have sex with him. Hey, no fair. You can't use your powers to give the DM stuff and not give us stuff. Oh, Wendy, why did you have to tell him? Fine then, Jim. I'll send you back. Me too. I, I want to help. Fine. I'll send you both back, like opening the floodgates. You can both go back and try and convince one of those primitive males to have sex with a woman and so save the human race. Wom wom. Ah, that was great, honey. I suddenly have all-consuming postcoital guilt. I'm hideously ashamed of myself. What have I done? I... Uh, I need to get to a tap right away. Wash this out of me. Feel free to come back anytime. There's plenty more where that came from. <sighs> this is Patricia Quinn, and I hate role-playing R because I was nice, and I asked for nothing, and those bastards gave me nothing in abundance. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing R so much that ah, a true Klingon doesn't speak. He acts! Pass me a batleth! Get a batleth in my hands now! He is charming. Oh, thank you very much. Huh? Oh, that's a large batleth you have there. Oh, you see, disembodied alien intelligence, the problem with my real <clears throat> relationships is they all inevitably reach a point where the woman decides she has a confession and has to break something to me. I'm sorry, she says, but I just don't find you sexually attractive. I mean, it's fine, I understand. I wouldn't find me sexually attractive either. But then you know I'm there, and I got my wretchedness on top of her, and it's all uncomfortable as I'm awkwardly trying to move back and forth. And she's just lying there because she's not into it at all. But she's doing it because she feels bad for me, and I feel bad for inflicting that on her, and I keep asking her if she wants me to stop, and she says no as she winces. No, you finish, because she's martyring herself, poor thing. And then, to get anything happening for her at all, she has to close her eyes and reach down and rub her clit and imagine one of my friends. But with your magic, alien, it finally doesn't have to be like that. Finally, I'm accepted by people far too good for me who really should want nothing to do with me at all and who would be mortally offended to know I desired them at all. What do you want next, DM? Hmm, let's see. Oh, every morning, I look out the back window and I can see the park. And there's this one woman who practices her running back and forth. She runs back and forth in lycra. She's at that perfect athletic age, long blonde hair. She gets to the end of the sprint. She takes a breather, bending over. Hands on her knees. <sighs> That's the thing, isn't it? Attractive people, I wonder if they have any idea they are being objectified by ugly people like all the time. 
objectified by people they would look straight through or who would make them turn away if they did catch a glimpse or accidentally make eye contact. Poor things. And yet, what greater pleasure in life? The male gaze. I feel like Cyclops in X-Men, this evil thing, the male gaze burning everything it touches without permission. So, you wanted the runner? Yes, yeah, her, I think. Very well, wom wom. What the heck? I was just at the track and now... Oh, wow, look at you. Inexplicably, I feel immense desire for you and tenderness, even though you are in no way my type. I mean, I usually like athletic, healthy, attractive men with hair. Ooh, you're in your lycra. Come into my boudoir, madam. Ignore that wet spot on the bed. Although that offends my sense of hygiene, I find myself strangely unwilling to say no. Oh, what's your name, incidentally? Siobhan. Siobhan. And how do you spell that? S-H-A-V-O-R-N. Uh-huh. You know, the proper spelling is S-I-O-B-H-A-N, right? It's, it's Irish. I kind of feel like spelling it S-H-A-V-O-R-N takes all the grace and beauty out of it and just turns it into a tasteless, cultureless abomination of a name. Don't you think that? Oh. Is that going to be a problem? Uh, no, I can still get it up. Yippee! Uh, I wonder how Jim and Wendy are doing 150,000 years in the past. The world sure looks different in the Middle Paleolithic. No civilization of any kind. It's like Port Pirie. No, no, it's not like Port Pirie at all. It's like paradise. Way less stabbings than the Obana interchange. But all these trees, all this nature. The Bible may not have been an accurate representation of history, but still, this part of Africa really is like the Garden of Eden. It's like... The botanic gardens, but if people were really shitty at planting trees. Look, a small group of humanoids. They must be the prehistoric humans we're looking for. Yes, it's two men. They must be the ones who keep having sex with each other instead of with women. If we don't make one of them breed with a woman, the future of the human race is doomed. Yes, yes. So, here comes one. Calm. Calm. This must be Adam and Steve? Steve from Bleep? Hey, hi. Steve from Bleep, what are you doing here? Sorry, there uh, <laughs> must be a mistake. I'm not Steve from Bleep. But you look just like him, and you speak English with an Australian accent. Uh, probably just some freakish coincidence. Anyway, listen, Um, we've met your buddy Adam here. Are there any, you know, ladies around? Women? Females? Well, from what I understand, most of them went off on a quest for men. It might be years before they come back, but there is still one female around. Eve, she's here. I suppose that would be an apt name. Hmm. Steve, I'm glad you can understand us. I'm glad we can reason with you. Listen, you have to have sex with that woman. You have to give her a prehistoric cream pie like nobody's business. The future of the human race depends on it. Yeah. Oh, come on, Steve. Please, Steve, please have sex with a woman. Uh, yeah, well, you see, she's a bit... Uh, oh, I guess... Stone Age women, not so great with the washing and the body odour and the brushing the teeth. Jim, another human coming out from between those fronds. <laughs> great guns, it's Eve! And she looks almost exactly like Raquel Welch in the film One Million Years BC. She's wearing an animal skin bikini and everything. She's pneumatic, and look at that long blonde hair. I wonder who her stylist is. Jeez, I'd never turn, but if one woman was going to make me, it'd be her. Smell her, she smells like citrus and hope. 
It must be all those fruits and berries she picks. And look, it does wonders for her skin, and she's so clean. Yeah, there's some waterfall nearby she goes and frolics in. Steve, Steve, come on. Look at the way she's looking at you. She's rubbing her hand on your shoulder. She wants you, man. Do the duty. Come on. I wish she was my sister. I wanted to be my best friend. Yeah, but I think she likes musicals. I uh, I hate musicals. What? Yeah, I think she likes musicals, and I hate musicals. They are utter, utter shit. And I hate people who like musicals. What about the producers? That's pretty funny. Springtime for Hitler in Germany. I hate Mel Brooks, too. I hate puns. How? What? Why? How do you know Eve likes musicals? But when she was lathering up her breasts with a mango in that waterfall, I heard her humming a joyful little tune. Yeah, that's the one. I could never be with a woman who likes musicals. Yeah, but... Oh, look, Adam is coming over. Ginger... <laughs> Ah, Adam is rubbing his hand on Steve's shoulder and they're really going for it. The alien was right. It really is Adam and Steve. Steve, what does this caveman have that the cavewoman doesn't? Uh, well, <coughs> sorry, I've got a little bit of Adam on my chin there. Well, there's just something about him. I don't know. I mean, he's a big and he's muscular. He has a handsome square jaw and that beard, that red hair, that deep masculine voice. I, I guess in some ways he reminds me of... Uh, of me, you know? And uh, I just find that so irresistible. (laughs) Come here, you! (laughs) This is going to be harder than we expected. Look at Adam and Steve. They're already harder than we expected. (laughs) A bit more. Look, Jim, you of all people shouldn't judge us. Hmm? Hmm. Wait, how do you know my name? I haven't told you. And how do you know I'm gay? Uh, I'm not Steve from Bleep. Steve from Bleep is a completely different person. I've never even met him. Have you met the other one from Bleep? What, Tom? No, never. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, look at poor Eve. Eve wants Steve too. Well, Eve can't have Steve. Come here, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to come up with some sort of plan, Jim, if we're going to save the human race. Yeah. This is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, <sighs> seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete... This is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because I asked them to feed my fish, and then they fed my fish too much, and now my fish has body image issues. Oh, Steve! Steve from Bleep! Yes? Uh, my name's not Steve, and I'm not from Bleep, but, uh, yes? Hey, Steve, I bet it was good practice for living in the Stone Age when you worked on that short film that recently aired on SBS 2's Tropfest, A Tortured Mind. Oh, yeah, you played a caveman on that, didn't you? A caveman in love. (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about, but, uh, if it was on SBS2, then I bet it also appeared online on SBS On Demand afterwards. In fact, uh, it might still be available in your time, and I'm sure this Steve you speak of was very 
very handsome in a tortured mind and had great presence. I'm sure that Steve was a very, very, very good actor, uh, above and beyond his radio work on uh, uh, Bleep. Mm. Yes, yes, but but you're not him, you say? No, not at all. <clears throat> oh, come here, Adam. <laughs> Uh, Steve, you have to have sex with a lady right now. It's very important to me that you get inside a woman and impregnate her as soon as you can. Look at her, Steve. Look how sad she is. She wants you, Steve. Look at her. Just come on. Save the human race. (laughs) Did you hear that? I think she just made a Woody Allen reference. I hate Woody Allen. He's so pretentious, which is a really pretentious word for wank. Now, I hate anyone who likes Woody Allen. What? What did she say that was a Woody Allen reference? I'm sure I heard her say something about Wallace Harrison, the New York modernist architect who designed structures such as the Time Life Building on the Avenue of the Americas. That sounds like something Woody Allen would have one of his female leads make a joke about. So pretentious. I could never have sex with her now. You won't have sex with a gorgeous woman who looks like Raquel Welch in her prime and save the entire human race because she made a Woody Allen reference and likes musicals. Nope. A man has to have standards. I've set my bar. And it rests on Adam's hunky shoulders. Come here, Adam. (laughs) Please do it for me. Have sex with that woman right there for me. I insist. Oh, he's not listening. He just keeps kissing that man. Eve is running, so her boobs are bouncing around. Steve doesn't care. She's climbing a tree so you can see up the skirt of her leather bikini. Steve doesn't care. Oh, look, she just did the splits. A woman just wants Steve inside of her, but what is she to do? Come on, Wendy. We need to have a powwow in private. I'm a bit worried. We should talk to the alien again. Hey, Gordon, can you open a portal through time so we can speak to you in present? I mean, the future. Hello, Wendy and James. What seems to be the problem? We're having some trouble here in the Stone Age. Adam and Steve really don't want to have sex with Eve. What are things looking like there in the future? Hmm. From what I detect out of the window, some people in the street are fading in and out of existence. Damn it! This is serious, and it's not going to sort itself out without our help. But how are we ever going to entourage Steve to have sex with a hot woman so that she can have a baby when he's got the caveman that looks a bit like him about? I don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) Oh wow, I have a sudden feeling of regret and I think I cheated on my boyfriend. What am I doing in Australia? Why would someone as hot as me have sex with someone like you? It makes no sense! Well, see you later, popular internet music video model. Enjoy your trip back to whatever country it is you come from. Well, DM, are you finished? What do you want now? Sex with more women, I assume. Yes, I need to entourage someone to have sex with me. But who? (laughs) Who? I'm beginning to run out of ideas, and my knob is getting red raw. Oh, oh, that hot teacher from when I was in high school. What does she look like now? Womom, like this. No, no, I forget how many years it's been since high school. She was in her prime way back then. What about, oh, ooh, that girl I had a crush on in high school, but the opportunity never quite gelled. What does she look like now? Wom wom, this is her today. Oh, no, she's aged just as badly as I have. (laughs) 
DM, don't you see anything wrong with the fact that as an unattractive man, you are only desiring attractive women? Like, you're excluding unattractive women as much as attractive women exclude you, and that's exactly what you always complain about. Oh, hey, Wendy, nice time portal. Where are you, Stone Age? Upper Paleolithic? Middle. Middle, huh. Middle, that's cool. No, but Wendy, you see, I could aim to spend time with an unattractive woman. Maybe we'd have a great conversation. But the truth is, unattractive women wouldn't want me either. They wouldn't even really want to talk to me. Unattractive women want to talk to attractive people. Unattractive men want to talk to attractive people. No one is more obsessed with attractive people than unattractive people and no one in the world cares about unattractive people least of all other unattractive people if you're unattractive as the vast majority of us are then you're nobody biology has hardwired us to be shallow it's just the way it is and as long as i'm getting my wishes i might as well just do what anyone would do and do my dream women who next who next Hmm. Oh, oh, on the bus last week, there was a woman sitting in front of me and she was putting a clip in her hair, you know, bunching her long hair up and putting in the clip. I could see her long, smooth neck. Bring, bring her here. Make sure she falls in love with me and wants to have sex with me. Very well. Wom wom. What? I was just at the office. Yes, and look at those office clothes. That skirt and that white shirt tied over the bust. Those glasses. Oh my, I look at you and I just, you seem like the perfect man to me. And that is so strange, as I am usually a lesbian. Great, great. Well, just come in here and you can start by giving me a blowjob. Alien, what are you doing? I am being a pal. I am helping the DM live out his dreams. No, but you are creating these women from thin air and then making them disappear afterwards because, like, that that would be murder. No, I'm simply teleporting the women here and altering their brains so they fall in love with the DM and sexually desire him. Wait, so you are a date rape procurer? What? You are. You are procuring date rape victims for the DM. You are altering their minds, so essentially you're drugging them. And also the DM can take advantage of them while they are having impaired judgment. But no, 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 you are silly. And he's kidnapping them. Don't forget that he's kidnapping them. (gasps) You are. You're a date rape procurer. You're a date rape enabler. No, no, I... What's your name, incidentally? Tennessee. Like the writer, Tennessee Williams? No, I think my parents just lack the US state. Oh, have they have they been there? Did something special happen to them there? Some memorable life event? Were you conceived there? No, I, I think they just heard the name in an American TV show. Thought it sounded nice. Oh. Is that going to be a problem? No, no. If you suck hard enough, I should still be able to get it up. And I have a feeling you will. Uh, uh, I'm closing the portal now. Good luck in the past. Wum wum. Damn, Alien. I was about to ask him to help us solve our problem. Alien! Alien! I know you can hear me. Answer me, damn it! Great. He's ignoring us. He probably wouldn't have helped us anyway. He's so stingy about using any of his godlike powers for anyone but the DM. 
Gordon would probably secretly be happy if the human race got wiped out because it would solve most of his problems and he wouldn't have to worry about the DM potentially erasing him in the future. Yeah. And anyway, we wouldn't want the alien to procure Eve to be date-raped by Steve. We're going to have to solve this ourselves. Hmm. There must be a solution. There are two gay men and only one fertile woman nearby and we need to make the gay men somehow have a child. What would you suggest, Jim? They could adopt. There are no kids, Jim. That's the whole problem. There is no one to adopt. Oh, well, um, maybe they could... I know, they could adopt. Jim, what did I just say? No, you're right. Maybe, um... Ooh, they could adopt! Jim! Oh, sorry, my gay brain's not working. It's locked into a gay feedback loop. There must be something... Somehow, we have to make Steve from Bleep and a tortured mind have sex with Eve. We need to put him in some kind of situation or scenario in which he cannot say no. Hmm. Trick him, you mean? Trick him into impregnating Steve and saving the human race? Eve. He, he needs... Steve oh, oh needs sorry. To I'm, just, I'm still stuck on the gay. Yes. Um, it's mean, but it has to be done for the good of everyone. Wait, I've got it! What? Steve is a professional actor, right? What is the one thing a professional actor can never say no to? What is the one thing they can never resist? Um... Appearing unpaid in a student short film. Yes, that's perfect. We'll tell him it will be a good opportunity for him, a way of getting his face out there. Yes, yes, no professional actor could say no. Wait, but people don't actually have sex in short student films, do they? Not for reals. Otherwise, I'd be signing up all the time. All those nubile young screen studies majors and their stubble and their abs. No, but we don't need to trick him into having sex with her. We just need to trick him into inseminating her. It doesn't matter how Steve's precious reproductive fluid gets from him to the cave woman, does it? No, of course not. Good thinking, Wendy. But how will we do it? Well... Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> genius. That's genius, Wendy. I love it. Listeners, how would you make Adam and Steve impregnate Eve? It is vital that this happen, as we are at present at a genetic bottleneck in history. Adam and Steve are the only men left, and if one of them does not impregnate a woman, the human race will die out. All of us will cease to exist. So how would you make Steve and Eve do some cave painting? Call in and let us know on 83135000 or write on, on the Facebook wall at facebook.com slash the role-playing hour. You're listening to Gordon, the disembodied alien intelligence, Jim, Wendy, Adam, Steve, and Eve, and me, the DM, here on the role-playing hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio and online. Our old episodes can be found at our WordPress site at the roleplayinghour.wordpress.com and more recent episodes at the Radio Adelaide website itself. And even more once we get around to uploading them. But right now, call in on 83135000 or write on our Facebook wall and tell us how you would save the human race by having either Adam or Steve impregnate Eve. Listen to Eve. Listen to her. She just wants to have sex with Steve. (coughs) Yeah, yeah. He's a big meanie, isn't he? Yeah. I know. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, your hair smells like lavender. How could anyone say no to that poor Raquel Welch-looking caveman woman? (laughs) (laughs) Cave woman. Look at her stretching out of that leopard skin rug full of unanswered desire, looking so 
entourage for <laughs> sex with Eve. I mean, Steve. I mean, uh. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Lance Hendricks, and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. Now, that song you just heard was from the U-Bombs. If I was more professional, I would have learned what the song's name was. It might have been Irving. Anyway, the important thing is it was by the U-Bombs, and the U-Bombs will be performing for the first time in 33 years. An Adelaide punk band from back in the day. Performing for the first time in 33 years at the Governor Hindmarsh on next Friday. So if you want to miss our show, that's what you could do. I think it's $20 if you want to go along. There are a few other punk bands there. So, Imagine uh, how good they'll be with another 33 years of practice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Think of how good they were before, and yeah. now they're 33 years better. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I, I think that's definitely, that might be something you might want to think about there. <coughs> Mate, the drummer's me son. Really, Roland? Yeah, he's a good little, good little tyke. Doing good. You're doing good, son. Does he play the uh, the bongos? <coughs> I didn't see him because I was in Yatla most of his adult life. Oh. Mm. Oh. Well, okay, uh, yeah. So that's something. Uh, another another something is that, of course, you might uh, consider subscribing to Radio Adelaide one day. That could be nice. Mm. Uh, it's a community station that is supported by the community, and you might think, why would I subscribe? Well, there's a prize. A prize this month is two dozen bottles of fine wine crafted from the rugged. Yeah. Hillsides of Kangaroo Island by acclaimed winemaker Jacques Lerton, winner of the coveted five stars from critic James Halliday, thanks to Islander Estate Vineyards. So one subscriber this month is going to win that. They're going to get pretty drunk. Uh, they could drink it in the shower. It'll be great. So uh, <laughs> to subscribe, it's seventy-five dollars concession for a whole year. Uh, sorry, sorry, seventy-five dollars standard, forty dollars concession. Mm-hmm. You get a magazine sent out to you with all the Radio Adelaide <laughs> news and guides and things. Uh, now, do we have anything on the wall? Willie Kafka, maybe Eve could trick Steve by coercing him into some. And we'll just wait for Facebook to load. Backdoor action! <gasps> and now it went back to normal and I can't see it again. Call waiting music. Does anyone have any? Uh, but this won't make a baby. Also, it's my birthday today. I am Willie. Willie! Willie is like... Oh, Willie used to be on the show. Yeah. So, I think we have entirely too much Willie in this episode as it is. Only... There's never enough Willie. So... Okay. Uh, yeah, we don't have much time. So happy we better, birthday, Willie. We better get back. Happy birthday, Willie. Happy Willie Day, both. We better get back to uh, the business. Um, uh, we've got another U-Bomb song now to whet your appetite. Uh, so this one is called... I think this is called Rejected. So it's one that we can, <laughs> we can relate to. So that's, that's very good for you us. You can relate. This is John Leeson. <laughs> and I hate the role-playing hour, because I have to hide behind the sofa whenever their terrifying show comes on. U-bombs, Friday at the Gov. Be there, be square, miss our show. It'll be great. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. Okay, Steve, are you ready to star in my unpaid student movie? Sure. Uh, This will get my face out there, right? Of course. Now for this first scene... Wait! Where are the cameras? I'm just using the camera on my phone. It's indie aesthetic. Oh, 
indie aesthetic. That's very uh, cutting-edge student movie. <laughs> yes. Now, for this first scene, I want you to have sex with a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. Just really go at it with a piece of fruit. Thanks, Assistant Director. A piece of fruit that will contain your man seed and keep it fresh. Yes, here is a uh, um, prop department. Prop department. Oh, look, Adam has an apple. Let me have that apple, Adam. Have sex with this apple, Steve from Bleep and a Tortured Mind. I told you, I'm not Steve from Bleep and a Tortured Mind, though he is an incredibly talented performer. All right, uh, let me just uh, get into character. Uh, What's my motivation? Fear. Okay, and is this a drama or... Western. Now action. Huh. Okay, I will pretend to have sex with this fruit. No, no, you have to really have sex with the fruit. What? But, uh, but acting is just pretend. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be daring. It'll be European. Everyone who is winning the big European prizes is doing something right on the edge when it comes to sex and nudity. Just poke a hole in that apple with your thumb and go for it. <laughs> Might need more than one thumb, but uh, <clears throat> okay. Just think of Adam. Mm. Uh, all right, uh, here I go. <clears throat> mm. Wow, this is uh, surprisingly. Uh, <clears throat> I'd never thought sex could be uh, refreshing, but this is somehow uh, refreshing. Uh, can I stop now? No, faster. I want a long extended take. Longer than that scene in Goodfellas. <sighs> Okay, well, this all seems a little weird, but uh, if there's one thing I trust student filmmakers to maintain, it's their artistic integrity. And it'll really get your face out there. It'll be good for you. Yes. You don't need to get paid. No. Wow, this is... uh, If if we keep doing this much longer, I... I might have an unfortunate reaction. Keep going, faster! Okay, mission accomplished. Uh, Wendy, pick up that apple. I'm not touching that thing. Fine. Ugh, here it is. I wish these people had invented tongs. Now we just have to find Eve. I suppose an apple wasn't ideal, but it was the best receptacle for semen we could find in the Stone Age. I mean, what else do they have? Stone? Bearskins? Fire? Yeah, fruit probably is best. Keeps it cool. Now, uh, hello, Eve. Ah, I know you're sad because you're just gagging for sex with Steve, but Steve doesn't want you, does he? Ah, I know you've been sunbathing nude luxuriantly in this flowery meadow, but still he won't come over. Look at that poor woman. She's wetter than a fish's eyeball and all for Steve. Yeah, but Eve, we just need you to take all that frustration out by rubbing this apple against yourself, okay? Okay? Wendy, mind rubbing an apple against your woman parts to give her the right idea? <sighs> You've got to do this, Eve. Ugh. <sighs>
that's um that's enough wendy and 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 it it'd really be good eve if you could tip the apple up this way in a pouring motion do you understand just pour that stevie goodness into you like a nice frothy ginger beer <laughs> ginger beer that was a good one oh i didn't even realize <laughs> yeah i'm so i'm just cleverer than i think anyway eve do you understand Awesome. Okay, here you go. God damn it, she just ate the apple. Hmm, we need a different shaped fruit. Oh yeah, why didn't I think of that? Steve, we're making a sequel. We need you to have sex with a banana. Oh, uh, okay. No, not like that. Just stick your... Yeah, right. Between the peel, that's good. Wow, doing a sequel. Two student movies. This will really be good for me. My face will really get out there. Okay, Eve, now I have this banana. Don't worry that it's a bit mushed and drippy. I... Wendy, watch out for that rock. Oh, oh no. I dropped the banana. Oh no, Eve is slipping on it. Oh, look, she landed splay legs in front of Steve. Oh, Steve is turning around and giving her a look of contempt. Oh, he's kissing Adam. If only Eve didn't like <laughs> musicals and Woody Allen movies, then we'd be able to save the human race, no problem. Look, I just like wit, okay? I just don't like jokes that are too clever or jokes that are too dumb or jokes that are not like jokes that I like, okay? Great. That's that's great, Steve. Be with you in a minute. I can't believe our semen-filled banana didn't work. Any more ideas? Hmm. One. Uh, Steve? Adam told us he wants to make your relationship more daring. I thought we were already being pretty daring, what with me calling him Steve and everything. <laughs> yeah, he said he really wants... Well, have you heard of the glory hole? Uh, wait. Adam communicated lucid ideas to you with articulate sounds? Uh, yeah, he did. He, um, I gave him a crash course in the English language, hmm. and that was the first thing he said. I want a glory hole. Hmm. Anyway, he's waiting behind this hedge. This hedge here with the uh, small hole in it. Yes, and on the other side is a concave depression and Adam is waiting in that depression. His head is there waiting for you to stick your, you know, through the hedge. Well, okay, if that's what he wants. I prefer actually seeing him, you know, and his uh, me-like face during the act. But uh, if the guy wants to be a bit kinky, who am I to judge? Wait, you're wearing jeans and you have glasses with a plastic frame. Are you sure you're from the Stone Age? Are you sure you're not Steve, acclaimed actor from Bleep and a Tortured Mind? No, no, I've, I've never met him personally. I'm totally from the Stone Age. I mean, Steve's fame transcends time, so I know of him, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm a local. Oh, ah, shit. Hey, ah, what's the freaking button? Sorry, that's the alarm on my digital watch. That was to remind me about an audition starting... Uh, on another day. Forgot to reset it. But anyway, here goes. Uh, putting myself through the glory hole. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Oh, Adam. Your, your mouth is very tight and warm. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you keep going, Steve. I mean, Adam. Yeah. Oh. You don't mind that we're standing here watching, do you? Hmm? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Me. 
Oh, me. I mean, Adam. I mean, oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, Adam, what are you doing on this side of the hedge? <laughs> Wait, if you're here, then who's... <laughs> Wendy, push him against the hedge. We have to keep him in there. I've got him. We can't let him go until he finishes. No, this isn't fair. You're violating me. This is against my code to have sex with a beautiful woman who likes musicals and Woody Allen movies. People like that are less than human. It's to save the human race, Steve. No, you can't make me have sex with anyone that doesn't look like me. I won't enjoy it. I refuse. I'll never finish. I'll... I just get my thumb. Ah, oh, nice going, Jim. Little trick I learned in Army Cadets. And there we go. Human race saved. So, we just basically watched our great, 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 etc. grandpa have sex. Yep, he's the grandfather of us all. Oh my gosh. Hey, wait. That means... Oh my god. If he's related to every single human being alive on the planet today, that makes him... Mitochondrial Steve. He's the one and only mitochondrial Steve. We've all got his genes in us. Steve is in us all. Hey, alien, we're done here. We saved humanity. Can you take us home? No, you want to come back too? You just expect so much from me. (laughs) I feel so violated. (laughs) My principles. As if an actor had principles. It's like... If Superman killed Batman and stole his cowl and danced around on Robin's grave. Very well. Wum wum. Ah, back home. And no one is fading away. Mission accomplished. Oh, what came over me? Why is my hair matted? Why, why is my clothing in disarray? What is this sticky stuff between my legs? Oh, God. I'll have to confess this to my partner. <laughs> See you later, Tanya. Tennessee. Oh, right. Tanya was the other one. DM, alien, the date rape. Alien, you're still procuring date rape victims for the DM? No, Wendy, that was the same one. Still? Look, Wendy, is it really so bad? We all masturbate, right? And when we masturbate, we imagine all sorts of people. We bring them into the seedy underbelly of our worlds and we have them lick chocolate ice cream off our seedy underbelly. That's different to reality. You can watch a Rambo movie and not want to really kill people. You can get turned on by something or masturbate to something and not have any desire to actually do it in the real world. It's just a harmless fantasy. But what you're doing, it's in reality. Magic, Wendy. They're controlled by magic, so it doesn't count. Would you like another DM? I don't know. I've had so many today. Now when I finish off, just yellow stuff and blood comes out. So... No more? Ah, screw it. When else am I going to have this chance? Hey, mm, oh, I know. One of those pussy riot girls is pretty hot. Bring her here. So, take her out of her abusive Russian prison and bring her here. Yeah. You guys, I don't even know what to... Hey, Jim, I just thought we met Adam, Steve and Eve. We were in a beautiful garden like paradise. There was an apple and a birth that saved the human race. Do you think that the story of that got filtered down somehow through their rudimentary form of language and the truth of it was remembered and it ended up in the Bible? Yeah. Pity they left out the banana in the glory hole, though. Those were the best parts. 
and that must be why the church hates gay sex. Adam and Steve, I mean, gays, they really did almost destroy humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> I guess people are totally justified in saying it's not Adam and Steve. Come on, Wendy, you crazy kid. Let's go get some ice cream sundaes at the milk bar. <laughs> Uh, hello? Steve? Steve from Bleep? What are you doing here? I was on my way to an audition and I passed by, so I just uh, dropped in to visit Jim. He borrowed my DVD of Black Books. That's really, really good comedy. Oh, no. I think I think Jim was in the Stone Age, but then he just left. The Stone Age? How did he get there? What was he doing there? I sent him there with my godlike power. He went back to the era of a genetic bottleneck where there were thousands of women and very few men. Wow. That sounds great. If I was there, I would be able to bone thousands of women. <laughs> hey, could you send me back there? Sure, why not? I'm giving freebies to everyone today. Why not you too? Come on, everybody. Just treat me like the town bike, why don't you? Wom wom. Step through the portal. Great. Well, hey! Um. Hello? Who are you? My name is Melissa. I'm Steve's friend. I'm also an actor. I star in a hit web series, Level 17. We were just doing an audition together. Now, he went back in time and I'm not sure what to do. Any idea how long he'll be? Hmm. Could be a while. Say, Melissa, do you have any hot friends? <laughs> <laughs>